It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I'm John Saucier. The use of marijuana for recreational purposes has become all but mainstream in the United States these days. 23 states, along with D.C., have all made it legal, but the success of these new laws have been very different depending on the state. New York, for example, has been a mess. The illegal market still dominates and seems to be running wild and mostly unregulated. So consumers are buying marijuana in New York. We're just missing out on the tax revenue because more often than not, they're going to stores that do not report taxes because they don't have a license. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Precise, personal, powerful. Is America's weather team in the palm of your hands? Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Selling green but not seeing much of it, New York State isn't collecting the tax revenue they anticipated after having legalized and regulated recreational cannabis use. Even two years after making it legal, seems like a lot of the big money that some other states have been able to rake in is going up in smoke in New York, literally. We're speaking today with Fox Business Network correspondent Madison Allworth. No, they definitely don't. Of course, when there were conversations around legalization, one of the big pros for legalizing was tax revenue. People in New York are using, they say, let's put this on the legal market so instead of losing out on all this potential profit, we can see that in taxes. And New York definitely needs money. The sad truth is... They're not getting as much tax revenue as they expected. Okay, so tell me what they were expecting versus what is now projected. Because obviously when you have these projections, a lot of these politicians, including Governor Kathy Ockel, they put that into the budget, what's projected, so we'll know how to make the budget. But if these projections aren't living up to it, that obviously skews other things too. So give me um, the expectation versus the reality here. So Governor Kathy Hochul was hoping for $56 million in tax revenue for year one. Not surprisingly, the state has not been very forthcoming with that number. But what I'm hearing from experts like Paula Collins, who's a cannabis tax attorney, she says that we're going to be making closer to 13 to 20 million. So that's 30 million less than what we were hoping. And 30 million, that's a lot less. And then it's also a problem because there's a whole infrastructure around legalization. The Office of Cannabis Management their budget for this year is roughly $64 million. So the tax revenue won't even cover the office that oversees this new Wow, that is absolutely astonishing, especially the fact that it's not like people aren't smoking weed. I mean, when you walk around the streets of New York City especially, I see shop after shop after shop everywhere. Yes, that and- is, you're, you're getting at what the big problem with this is. People are still smoking marijuana everywhere. And it is so accessible for our listeners that are not in New York City. I mean, if you go to certain neighborhoods in New York, frankly, if you really go anywhere in Manhattan, you can pass on some blocks, two or three shops. And those are not legal shops because in New York, in New York City, we have eight licensed dispensaries. That's it. In the entire state, we currently have 15. So if there's eight in New York City and there's shop, what do you think the ratio is of legal shop versus illegal shop in New York? Because it seems astonishing to me. I'm not trying to over-sensationalize it. There's three shops on certain blocks. You know, I see this all the time. Absolutely. So the city guesses, estimates that there are 
1,400 illegal shops in Manhattan or in New York City. So that includes all the boroughs. Again, I want to I want to quote Collins because she works so directly. She works with some of these illegal shop owners. Uh, she puts that estimate for New York City at closer to 8,700. So think about that. Eight legal shops over 8,000 illegal. So it's no surprise. And, and there's an education factor. I think if you see so many, why would you as a buyer be thinking, oh, this is an illegal. It's so flagrant. They have cannabis. They have the leaf. It's very obvious that they're selling marijuana. So consumers are buying marijuana in New York. We're just missing out on the tax revenue because more often than not, they're going to stores that do not report taxes because they don't have a license. Furthermore, on the consumer end, what is there's no advantage to researching, okay, where's the legal shop to go to when the other shop's right across the street from where you live or maybe on the way to where you work or maybe you know the shop, whatever. So, okay, so all these legal shops, there's only eight legal ones in the city. What can they do about it? I know back in March you did a ride-along with the sheriffs who are cracking down on these illegal shops. How'd that go? Like, What does that process of actually cracking down on an illegal shop look like? Yeah, so this has been an evolving process. So I did do this ride-along back in March with the sheriff's department. They are the legal arm that's been going after this because, interestingly, they operate um, under the tax bureau because uh, they oversee uh, cigarette and tobacco tax. So they go into these smoke shops looking for any violations when it comes to tobacco. And then because they are in the smoke shop, they can also check out to see if this is a shop selling marijuana without a license. That seems to still be happening. There's now also been the next stage is that the Bureau of Cannabis Management, Office of Cannabis Management, they're also now doing investigations and they're seizing, quote, illicit marijuana and charging those stores 20000 But that's not an immediate fine. You have to go through the court system. Actually, one of the first court cases was being heard today, and it wasn't even essentially a real court. It was more like sitting around a boardroom table. So um, enforcement has been another. So it's the illegal shops far outpacing the legal shops, and then enforcement, another part of why this tax problem is so out of hand, because frankly, the enforcement has been lackluster. It's had two years to really flourish, and now they're trying to get a handle on it. So it's been the Wild West up until now, but even now, it seems like the enforcement hasn't quite caught up to the regulation that you know was supposed to be there. Nevertheless, it is still happening, and we're missing out on so much money. The fact that New York State is missing out on that much tax money, not even enough to fund the Cannabis Control Office, great point, by the way, makes me wonder, do they really care about making money off of cannabis via tax revenue, or do you think that when this law was put out there, it really was more to just say, okay, we don't mind if people are using marijuana in New York State? Because when I'm looking at this whole problem, it kind of seems like that was the that is the case. At least that's how it's working so far. I mean, that's a great question. I don't think you'd ever get a public official to say that one way or the other. Um, it, In terms of the pace of movement, it would seem that the urgency is not there. But what I will say, uh, one of the other challenges, if I can add the third to the list, is the way the rollout has been managed and the different um, pieces that are being considered when it comes to licensing. So when New York passed this, they gave deference to to nonprofits and then to individuals that were involved in the justice system because of a marijuana issue. So they were arrested or or what have you. So it's very noble. And and experts that I've spoken to, they like that. The issue is that it's been very slow to, to get approval for those folks. And then uh, it seems that one of the real bottlenecks is the leasing process. There's some 200 folks that have cards that are ready to have licensed uh, dispensaries. 
but getting a lease for a space has been really slow because they have to go through the city. The city has not been providing them spaces. So meanwhile, unlicensed shops can go to a landlord and say, hey, you know, we've had all these people live the city, leave the city because of remote work. You know, your bodega is not getting the same daily commuters. So why don't you let me lease out the space and I'll open up a smoke shop and you'll get your rent on time every month. It's not very hard to score some weed in New York City, and that's most likely because New York State hasn't been able to enforce its own laws on cannabis legalization. It's legal to smoke, but not legal to sell without a license. But that's not stopping thousands of storefronts in the Big Apple from putting big signs out front saying they've got the green. Fox Business Network correspondent Madison Allworth has been on this story for a while and has dug up some new numbers which show the state is having a tough time realizing the tax revenue they were hoping for. New York isn't the only state lost in the purple haze of how to turn a profit. We'll continue the conversation next. We're speaking with Madison Allworth from the Fox Business Network. We're discussing the marijuana issue in New York. There's plenty of it to go around, but the state isn't making as much money as they thought they were. We've highlighted some of the issues here. That's New York. Let's talk about some of the other states out there, just national, because the issue of marijuana in this country has really shifted so quickly from something that was a faux pas to now it's really mainstream. There's so many states that have legalized it. There are states that are making tax revenue off it. I remember doing an interview back in April with a farmer in California who said the farmers there aren't actually being profitable anymore because of so much regulation from the state of California that it's instead kind of turned into a labor of love, that they're doing it because that's what they like to do and they're trying to um, cultivate sustainable growth within the industry there. So it's not just New York that has its issues in regulating marijuana, to be fair, that from California as well. And it's also a kind of a new issue here in the United States of allowing people to use cannabis recreationally. Do you have any statistics from other states which have had rollouts as far as maybe their tax revenue or what's going on with the legalization of it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the tax revenue is a great one to point to. It's just seeing how far behind New York is in terms of estimates. You look at other states, um, you know, California. So it's an interesting farmer perspective, but then from the state perspective, and that's the state that also deals with budget issues in their first full year of adult use cannabis sales, they actually brought in 397 million in tax revenue. So again, New York expecting maybe 20 million this year, uh, California bringing in nearly 400 million in their first year. Wild. These are huge numbers. And if you are, you know, someone who has to add up the pennies of the state house in Albany, you must look at that and just be shocked, right? Right. And California, obviously a a populated state, a really big state, but then you're seeing states that have far fewer people, so far fewer buyers that are still making a ton of money in their first year. I mean, look at Massachusetts in their first year of full adult use cannabis sales, they generated over 62 million in tax revenue. So again, that would be potentially double, more than double what New York is expecting. So you do have to wonder, you know, in all of these states, and one of the things that we've noticed with cannabis legalization is that the market existed prior to these states legalizing. So immediately you are competing with an illicit market because it pre-existed. And it's just a matter of how do you compete? How quickly do you roll out legal spaces? How quickly do you roll out um, parameters? What does enforcement look like? What are the safeguards to make sure product is safe, is coming directly from the farm and not from 
state other state lines or other and that's countries. a pretty is, is serious question especially in new york because when you have all of these shops here you really don't know what you're getting right and so i'm just curious to know have there been incidents of people who were hurt from using marijuana that maybe came from a shop that wasn't licensed because i mean that could be a big deal and it would be very unfortunate if it took something like that to happen before the state actually moved on the enforcement of this yeah so one thing i will say because i covered this story um, pretty often. So I've been to a bunch of the illegal shops, if you want to call them that, and have stood out front. So you get customers that are coming out of the shops or that walk by and see our big camera set up. And I spoke to one individual in front of one of the shops that had been shut down. That's how bad it was. And she said, yeah, you know, I stopped buying and it was, she lived right next door. So it's convenient. But she said, I stopped buying from here because I started getting headaches after smoking their marijuana. Like it's, it's not good stuff. So you know, it, it, there is questions and concerns out there, but I think, again, getting back to the illicit market for folks that have uh, enjoyed marijuana for some time prior to legalization, because we only started legally selling in New York this year, they were buying from unregulated spaces. So it's not new to buy from an unregulated space. What concerns me is tourists that come to the area or maybe new smokers that say, oh, it's legal in New York. This store looks legit. And they think they're buying from a safe market, which is what New York promised. And yet we now have potentially over 8,000 illegal stores that could be selling product from who knows where. And it's not just illegal stores. I remember walking through Times Square and seeing a guy who had a school desk, like, you know, we all had in middle school and he's sitting out there rolling blunts on it in Times Square of all places, couldn't be more in public, and selling them. And I'm seeing tourists lining up and buying these blunts from this guy. Uh, I walk down a little further in Herald Square. Every day, it's the same drug dealers out there. It's clearly marijuana. They're showing it to you out on the streets. And these aren't stores. These are drug dealers out in the streets doing it, which obviously is a problem for many other reasons there, too. So that makes me wonder, can we crack down on those people, too? Is that coming? Right. And I think, you know, cracking down... There's so many, um, the roots of this are far reaching. So I don't think um, New York believes they can fully crack down on the illicit market. But what seems to be the case and what I'm hearing from those that are legal experts within the field or sellers themselves or consumers is we need more legal options. And I think there's a huge frustration that the rollout has been so slow to green light legal dispensaries, not only from, um, you know, the tax perspective, which as New Yorkers who live in a state where it's not legal should be frustrating for many reasons, but also for the consumers. You're telling consumers this is legal and we have so few options and so many illegal options and it's confusing for them. A lot of red tape or green tape in this instance. <laughs> Madison Allworth with the Fox Business Network. Really good insight. Thanks for your coverage of this story. We're interested to see how it continues to develop. I'm sure you'll be on top of it. And thanks for being with us again on the Fox News Rundown and Evening Edition podcast. Absolutely. Anytime. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.